With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Good morning. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 47th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. That intro music was from the Minnesota Vikings drumline as they played strolling through the Mall of America before Super Bowl 52. Today on the podcast, we'll look at what Matt Ryan's big deal is going to look like. Ryan's contract is coming up. After the quarterback field started to settle here with the onset of free agency later today. We'll try to update you on Poe and Claiborne. Taylor Gabriel's new deal. The re-signings that the Falcons have made. And then we have a little audio from Nick Chubb, the University of Georgia running back, who had a fine showing at the NFL Combine. But now that the dust is starting to clear a little bit, it's not official contracts and agreements that have been entered into during the legal tampering period uh, can start to be signed later today at 4 p.m. But we've seen Drew Brees sign or agree to a two-year, $50 million deal, which, uh, you know, he'll get a little bit more than 27. Looks more like a one-year deal, 27 a year uh, for the first year, I believe, is guaranteed. Kirk Cousins, the big one that the Falcons needed to watch, he didn't go over $30 million. He went 3 to 84 to Minnesota, which is an average of $28 million. It tops the Garoppolo deal. Uh, which he was at $27 million and some change. Case Keenum's going to Denver, and the Denver Post reported uh, his deal should average about $18 million. So we've also seen Teddy Bridgewater settle with the Jets, and Sam Bradford's uh, contract for $20 million uh, from the Arizona Cardinals is uh has a lot of people scratching their head around the league. So the quarterback market didn't go up as high as a lot of people thought. So, you know, it shouldn't be that hard for the Falcons. I'm sure the parameters of Matt Ryan's deal are are already set, and uh, we're expecting it to land somewhere in the six-year, $180 million range. And uh, he, uh, you know, maybe $70 million. Uh, guarantee. So, you know, a couple of other deals to look at when Ryan's deal comes down. Uh, Blake Bortles, Jacksonville did a great job with his deal. Three years, 56, only 26.5 guaranteed. Uh, in this market, that's pretty much a backup deal. So I don't know if they're going to be drafting or, uh, you know, using that money elsewhere. But Jacksonville is in a pretty good situation. You know, coming off an AFC champion game, championship game appearance, they had it and added Andrew Norwell, the guard that we thought the Falcons may be going after, but they didn't rate as highly as we did. Uh, so he's not been uh, not going to be pursued by the Falcons. But the other quarterback deal 
to look at uh, with Matt's coming up is the Matthew Stafford deal. Matthew's uh, six years, 135-92 guaranteed. So he's got a higher guarantee than what we think Ryan is going to land. Uh, but, you know, Ryan will have some of it. Uh, you know, we'll just have to watch that when it comes out. But look for a deal in six year 180 million dollar range that'll put him at it won't be at 30 a year because you got to count the uh year that it's extended from which is this year and that's 19.5 so to end up a little bit under you know if you put it all together it'll be seven years for 190 uh 199 right under 200 and uh you know so that'll keep it from averaging 30 years uh 30 million a year but We'll be right up there. So just wanted to get folks prepared for such a big contract. And, uh, you know, Matt Ryan's done a great job here in Atlanta, you know, leading the Falcons to the playoffs six times. And uh, was looking this up last night. He's got all the team records and everything. When the Falcons have been eliminated in the playoffs, it's been because or they've lost to the team that is going on in three instances, to win the Super Bowl, and two instances, make the Super Bowl. Now, they lost to Arizona and San Francisco, and those two teams lost the Super Bowl. Of course, Green Bay, the New York Giants, and the Eagles went on to win the Super Bowl. So he's had the Falcons in the hunt in six of his uh, uh, years in the league, and, uh, you know, went to the Super Bowl, of course, in after the uh, 2016 season and had him up, you know, before, you know, just a string of bizarre decisions and bizarre plays led to their collapse in the Super Bowl to New England. So, yeah, that Matt Ryan deal is going to be pretty big. Maybe get your arms around that. That's coming. Could be sooner rather than later now that Drew Brees is done and Tom Condon is free. Could be, uh, you know, by the weekend uh, at the earliest, I do believe. Now, a couple of Falcons are out there on the free agent market, and uh, uh, we, we're hitting up the agents just like everybody else. And you see those stories, hey, sources report it. You know, that's the agent telling the reporters, uh, you know, that he has a deal with the team, a reputable agents. Uh, you know, make sure they don't lead you down the wrong path. And so, you know, when you hear sources reported, that the source is the agent, and the team's uh, – don't like the agents reporting their business, but, you know, that's that's how we do it here. Uh, we reached out to Poe's agent, Jimmy Sexton. Uh, looks like Kim Burley Martin of the Washington Post has got through to him, and he's uh, getting some interest from Washington, but he wants a multi-year big deal, and that might not, uh, you know, be uh, out there for him. The Falcons thought it would be, so we're just waiting to see how that happens for Poe. Uh, Claiborne, haven't heard a word from Blake Barant, his agent. Uh, you know, hit him uh, direct mail this morning and see what he can get to us uh, with uh, Claiborne, who led the team in sacks last year. Now, uh, the Falcons did resign a couple veterans last week. Uh, Matt Bryant and Andy Levitre. I don't have the number breakdown on Brooks Reed yet, and we'll try to post that here today but um matt bryan's contract's pretty interesting okay it was signed on uh, march 6 2018 it's extension uh 
two million signing bonus that's guaranteed. The cash value is ten point five million. The team has a two hundred nineteen option, uh, where its cap number is going to be high at a uh, four point one six six. So this looks like a one year deal all the way over. Uh, there's a four hundred thousand roster bonus. 20,000 K per game, uh, you know, for the field goal percentage and playoffs. He has uh, another bonus for that. The club may exercise the 219-2019 option on order before the 22nd day prior to the first day of the league, 2009 league year. So that would be the 22nd of this year. It's March March the uh, 14th, the beginning of the league year, so it'll be on the 22nd of February, which is combine time. Also, uh, in 2020, the club has the option, and he has another field goal and a playoff escalator in his contract. So we've seen that 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 can go up to about $12 if he hits those field goal percentages and playoffs. Levitre's was a flat-out cut. He just went straight to down from seven million to three point five, uh, three point five million dollar base and uh, one million roster bonus. Uh, his cap hit uh, went down from five point eight seven five, and uh, you know those are the inside numbers on those deals. We'll try to get Brooks Reed. Of course, the Falcons were just saving money to get under the cap, just to maybe maintain some of their own players, not necessarily get after anything in free agency. Okay, our number four item today, Taylor Gabriel, the uh, fine wide receiver who helped the Falcons go to the Super Bowl. He signed a, or has agreed to a deal, a four-year deal, with the Chicago Bears, who's a instant upgrade for them at wide receiver. They're very active uh, during the tampering period. Getting the uh, Eagles tight end, Trey Burton, you know, uh, who wanted to stay in Philadelphia, but he's going there. Uh, Resigning, you know, so Taylor Gabriel's gone. And uh, the Falcons, Coach Quinn told me at the uh, combine that he believes Reggie Davis and Marvin Hall, two smaller, speedier guys, can, can take over that role. So, you know, those look for one of those guys to step up in the offseason and take that uh, slot receiver role, kind of the third receiver in the attack. Fourth, maybe Justin Hardy get gets up in there. They really like Hardy's toughness and so forth. Team does need a, a returner. So if Hall and, uh, and or Davis can return punts or kickoffs, that'll give him a, a leg up in that competition. They also, on to the re-signings. So we've got Matt Ryan here today in the 47th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. We talked about his deal. Poe and Claiborne, we're on free agency watch with them. Uh, we talked about Matt Bryan and Andy Levitre's deal, item number three. Number four was Taylor Gabriel. Now, I know a lot of fans out there, you know, why the Falcons aren't doing anything in free agency? Hey, they don't like the players in free agency. They don't want to overpay them. They want to take care of their own players. And they've done that thus far with Matt Bryan, Andy Levitre, and Brooks Reed renegotiating their deals and then, uh, you know, letting some players go, like Levine Toilolo as a post-June 1 cut. 
Uh, Derek Shelby is, was also released, and Taylor Gabriel was, you know, told they weren't going to resign. And so, but they did start resigning guys over the weekend. Blindy Ray Wilson, backup cornerback, key reserve last year, came in and played when Trufant was out. Leon McFadden, a late season ad at cornerback. They liked him to continue developing. He's kind of an older guy, bounced around the league. It's his fifth team. But they like guys like gritty guys like that who, uh, you know, have some talent and know how to, you know, be a professional. Austin Pasteur, the tackle who came over from the Browns, is a good veteran backup. You know, if something happens, if there's an emergency at one of the tackle spots, he can get in there and play. He's a uh, big guy, six foot seven, three hundred five pounds from Duke, and a quality backup. So, not a lot of sexiness in the signings, but they are taking care of their people, and they do have a big quarterback deal coming down the pike. So, it should be a uh, uh, all steam ahead to the draft here uh, after this weekend, and, and uh, maybe uh, after June the first, maybe you revisit. Some of the camp casualties, not the cap casualties, but guys who get cut from other teams. Maybe you find a backup guard there. Uh, you know, they got Levitre right before camp. The Sembrello trade happened there. Uh, you know, we'll hear from Coach Quinn again at the league meetings down in Orlando. Uh, we're going to wrap up today with a little bit from Georgia running back Nick Chubb, who did a fine performance at the Combine. It's going to be a uh, fine addition to somebody here in the NFL. He had a great career, running a lot early when uh, Gurley got in trouble and a few other uh, issues at, over in Athens, but uh, had the big knee injury, came back from that, and uh, appears to be a fine prospect heading into this draft. Nick Chubb, University of Georgia running back. Nick Chubb from the University of Georgia, 
Look for his name to come off the board in the second or third round. Teams are valuing running backs that could do a lot. He uh, had to show he can catch the ball, and I heard he did a good job of that up at the Combine. I'll be calling uh, my running back coaches around the league to get a uh, update on, on his status uh, as we move forward, get past free agency, and start getting ready for the draft. That's it today for the 47th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are sitting out free agency. They got a good roster. There's no need to throw cash at uh, the wounds that they have. So they're sitting tight. Fans can relax, kick back, go watch some basketball, and get ready for the NFL Draft coming up at the end of April, the 26th through the 28th, at Arlington Stadium, or AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. This week we'll be heading over to Clemson on Thursday for their Pro Day, and then Georgia Tech on Friday for their pro day. So we'll uh, please go to AJC.com and myAJC.com and look for those uh, stories and videos and blogs from the pro day at Clemson and the pro day at Georgia Tech this week. But for now, take care. And we're going to have the Minnesota Vikings drumline take us out. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces, as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents... Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny... One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.